Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to God. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. Oh, God, we love you this day. We love you this day. We love you yesterday, but we love you this day also. We love you, Lord God, for what you've done. We love you, Father God, for what you're continuing to do in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for such a beautiful day that you've made. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us an opportunity to be a part of this new day. Glory to your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for all of the word of God, standing on God's promises. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for the will of God in Christ Jesus being so on all our behalves, oh God, according to mankind in the will of God. Lord God, we just thank and praise you today for your will being done in our lives. We just thank and praise you today for giving us an opportunity to teach on your will and how unchangeable your will is in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we just thank and praise you, hallelujah, for the listeners and the hearers and the doers of the word of God. We thank you most of all for your son, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for the word of God, most of all, the word of God. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, revelation knowledge, oh God. Oh God, to be able to expound on the truth in spirit and in truth. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you've said and all that you've done. And, Lord God, we know that your word is forever settled in heaven. And we thank you, O oh God, for getting us in, in a place in you established, O oh God, so you can settle us and perfect us according to your will, that we will be confident, O oh God, in this gospel, confident in the word of God that you've given unto us, O oh God, to teach and preach according to thy will. Now, Lord God, we just ask that you would let your will be done. Move by your spirit in the name of Jesus. It's not our will, Lord God, but thy will will be done. Teach us, O oh God. Teach us in spirit and in truth. Holy Ghost, teach us in spirit and in truth. And we don't leave this line tonight without the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that God will have us to have. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. This is Personal Touch International Ministry. Amen. And this is our deliverance. Amen. Conference online Bible study. Deliverance. Because we are a deliverance ministry. I am Apostle Tracy Robinson. Amen. And it is my pleasure. Amen. An honor to be able to speak to the people of God one more time about the word of God, amen. It's a joy, amen. 
in heaven and in my soul to be able to expound on the word of God, to be able to share the heart of God to his people. Glory to God. And I tell you, that's a privilege there. That's a, that's a privilege and an honor from God himself. Amen. Amen. If you would turn in your Bibles while I'm talking to Hebrews 6, chapter 6, verses 13 through 20. Amen. Hebrews 6, 13 through 20. Amen. And we're going to talk about tonight God's will is unchangeable. In other words, whatever God has willed, purpose, and plan in you, for you, amen, is unchangeable. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what people try to do. I don't care how people try to sneer and jeer and say, oh, that ain't God and God ain't going to do. The devil is a lie. If God spoke that thing, that thing is, is solid. That thing is sure. Glory to God. God will not, will not back down from what he has promised. Mankind, note this if you don't know nothing else, mankind cannot change the will of God. Glory to God. I'll stand on that thing and believe it until I see heaven and earth pass away as the word of God says it would if one jot or tittle of God's word fail. Heaven and earth already has a command that it's got to go. Amen. And that includes every one of us. So I tell you, it would please me if anybody can make God out of a liar. If God, what God has spoken, if you can make God out of a liar, please let me know. Because I tell you, I serve the devil notice tonight. Amen. This day, if you can make God out of a liar, Please, please, please me and let me see it. Let me hear about it. Let me see it, if nothing else. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 through 20. And it reads, For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swear by himself. The promise that God made to Abraham, he could swear by no Greater, nobody greater than him, God himself, so he swore by himself, glory to God, that the promises that he had promised Abraham shall be so. Verse 14 says, saying, surely blessings I will bless thee and multiply, I will multiply thee. Amen. So in other words, he promised, he promised Abraham the land of Canaan, all that land that they saw, southward, northward, eastward, and westward, that was the promised land. That was going to be to him, Abraham, and his seed, seed, and his seed, 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 and then some seed. Verse 15 says, and so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Abraham obtained the promise of God. And if you notice that word, it says patiently endured, amen, hoping against all hope, no matter what the situation looks like, no matter what your circumstances trying to deal you, deal to you, no matter what, what life appears to have dealt you, <laughs> patiently enduring for the promise of God. Verse 16 says, for men verily swear by the greater, 
and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. 17 says, wherein God willingly, willingly, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed by his word. Isn't that something? God is willing to show you. Amen. He's willing to show us his promise because of his unchangeableness in his plan and his purpose toward you. He's willing to show unto the heirs and to the joint heirs and to you his promise that he has made, that he has confirmed in you. Verse 18 says that that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie. Isn't that something? We might have strong consolations who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Those two immutable things is his promise and his oath. He can swear by no greater than himself. Verse 19 says, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters into that within the veil. Whether the forerunner, which is Jesus, is for us entered, even Jesus made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. We're talking about God's will is unchangeable. Whatever God has promised you, it is so. But you got to understand, to obtain that promise, you must patiently endure. You have to be able to endure, amen, the tests, the trials, the tribulations, whatever tries to come up and hinder that promise, you've got to be able to endure it. You've got to be able to stand on that word that's in your heart. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm believing that the word of God is what's in your heart. Because all of the hell that we can go through in one day, in the run of a day, will make you know what you're really working with. It'll let you know what's really working in you. Amen. So, therefore, God's will is unchangeable, immutable, Immutable means not mutable, unchangeable, firm, permanent. That means God's word is forever settled in heaven. It's not changing. Nobody can change it. God is not even going to change his word. Isn't that something? When he swears by his own self, he's saying, I'm not even going to change my word. I'm going to be the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What I planned and purpose in you, that's what's going to be. Glory to God. Glory to God. When God swears by himself, by his own self, but yet he tries to let us know that I'm not even going to change my word. Why in the heck will my circumstances try to change God's word? Why in the heck will anybody else try to come against and hinder Calls you to stumble, calls me to stumble against the will of God, trying to change the will of God in me, in you. Why? God's word is immutable. Man's word is mutable. 
That's M-U-T-A-D-L-E. That means that man's word is subject to be changed. It can be changed. Amen? Amen. In God's plan and purpose, God sees and knows the beginning and the ending of his will toward us. As well as he sees the will of man, as well as he sees our will toward him. Amen. In other words, God's looking at both sides, that perfect will, that permissive will. He's looking at both sides, the choices of man and the will of God. Come on, somebody. He's looking at everything. He don't just look at one part of this thing. He's looking at the whole process. So Romans 8 and 28 can be manifested in your life when the Scripture says, and we know that all things are working together for the good. God will use the bad in your life and turn that thing into good. Hallelujah. God will use the negative in your life and turn that thing around for the good. Glory to God. God will take those ones that are laughing, calling you a fool, telling you you're stupid. He'll take those very ones and profess on them by turning this thing around for your good. Glory to God. Ah, glory to God. As he makes a name for himself, as he calls them to have to confess that he is God. Oh, God. As he calls them to have to say, oh, the Lord God is with you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ah, yes, sir, God. Yes, sir. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, for I know the thoughts that I seek toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Those are God's thoughts toward us. Amen? His thoughts is to give us an expected end. What is that expected end? That expected end is what God has purposed and planned for you, in you, for his glory. Are there any questions or any comments at this point? Not at this time, Pastor. I'm just enjoying study. Amen. Amen. God's will is unchangeable. Amen. Ain't no devil in hell can change what God has purposed and planned in you. Ain't no devil in hell, I don't care who the devil uses down here on this earth. No devil from hell on this earth can alter what God has spoken for you. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Man's will against the will of God in you becomes a weapon against God. I'm going to give you a C-law moment on that. Man's will against the will of God in you becomes a weapon against God. This is why God can say, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. This is why we, we can't fight the battle because see, the battle belongs to God. Glory to God. This is why ain't no need us even getting in the ring to fight. Take God in and just let God fight that battle. Because, see, that thing has become a weapon against God. Glory to God. Against God's plan and purpose in you. That thing has come against the anointing of God that's upon your life. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm, 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 mm. So it has become a weapon to God. And God will fight it. God will come against it. 
and God will get the victory. Amen? Amen. God's plans and purpose will use circumstances, your circumstances, which will change the plan of mankind. Now, if any change ain't going to be done, it's going to be the plans of man. If any change is to be done, it's going to be the heart of those that are trying to come against you. We as believers must let God abide by and in his word toward us. Though we have the power of choice, God still says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. He said, my thoughts are thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And if we choose God's thoughts, amen, that he has toward us, God is saying, nothing can change my mind against you. Nothing can change my mind toward you. Nothing can come and change my mind about you. Glory to God. And I'm going to put my statues, I'm going to put my word in your heart. I'm going to give you a new heart, and I'm going to put my word, my statues in your heart, in that new heart. I'm going to give you a new spirit so you'll be able to stand on the word of God. You'll be able to stand on what I'm standing on. This immutability, you will be unchangeable just like I am. Glory to God. Of God said his word is forever settled in heaven. Mankind cannot change God's word, mind, or his thoughts toward him. And I say toward him and not you because see, it's him that has planned and purpose in you. Come on, somebody. It's him that has planned and purpose in you. So therefore, everything that comes against you that will try and hinder you from doing the will of God is against God. St. John 1 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So when we try to when we try to come against one another by causing the word of God not to be God in our lives and in us, then we got we're gonna have a problem with God. Are there any questions or comments at this point? Amen, Pastor. I like the part you said about before you said John. Where you said, uh, what was that part when you said that that God's purpose in Him? Amen. Say that again, because I like that portion right there, because it reminds me of, of of the part when He says, "No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper." He go on to say, "For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me." Says Amen. 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 That 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 just cleared that on up for me. Amen. Because this thing is is against God Himself, because it's Him it's who it. hurts. This thing in us is him who's in us, amen, just doing his own will. That's amen. it. That's it. Amen. Down here on this earth. Uh-huh. On this earth. He, uh-huh, because he, it's already settled in heaven. Glory to God. See, the word of God is already settling in heaven. What God has planned and purpose is already settled in heaven. Ain't nobody in heaven going to try to change what God done said on your behalf down here on this earth. Only the mm. devil will do that. Only the devil will try that. 
Because, see, again, he's not going to heaven to try and change anything. So he's going to have to try and change it in you down here on this earth. That's why it says man's will against the will of God in you becomes a weapon against God. That's it. That's it. It becomes a weapon against God now. See, that's why he can say no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against thee, thou shalt condemn, says the Lord. So therefore, therefore, there's nothing. See, see, the thing is about this here unchangeable God that we serve. The thing is, the whole battle belongs to him. Amen. All we got to do is stand on the word of God. All we got to do is girl out the Lord up with the word of God. Put on the whole armor of God, which is his word. Glory to God. That's all we got to do and stand on it. We ain't got to defend God because God is fighting the battle. We ain't got to debate God because God has already got the word out there and his word is going to stand. Mm. Thank you, Lord. We ain't got to come to God's rescue because he's omnipotent and omnipresent. He sees all, he knows all, and he hears all at the same time. Glory to God. We don't have to we don't have to defend God. All we got to do is stand on the word of God. All we got to do is have a willingness and an obedience to the will of God so that the word of God will take its abode in us and stand. God, I love you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, see, Amen. the word is God. God is his word. His word already knows what to do on my behalf because that is God. Glory to God. In the beginning, we just said it, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. Glory to God. We're talking about God's will is unchangeable. We're talking about everybody, and we challenge everybody. We challenge every devil, every demon. We challenge Satan himself. Bring what you got now. Because, see, the enemy is counting on us not to get to a point of knowing that God's will is unchangeable. Glory to God. God himself can't even change his will. Come on, somebody. Once God plans and purpose, that's it. It's settled. Glory to God. Once God speaks, it's settled. Glory to God. Glory to God. Once God had it written in the book, it was settled. God, I love you, Jesus. And can't nobody change it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You, it's just about to bless my soul here. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. Thank you. You take a look at your life in Christ Jesus. Even if you take a, oh, you can go back further than that. Take a look at your life when you were a sinner. And you weren't even thinking about God. He had you in his thoughts. Come on, somebody. God, I love you, Jesus. He had you on his mind. Even as a sinner, because of what? Because he had a plan and a purpose. And he knew that your sin was going to bring you into him. He knew that the sin 
Father, for his good. Come on, somebody. Mm, I'm telling you, we serve a God that is a mastermind ah, in plans and purpose. We serve a God that he's a mastermind. Glory to God. Before the beginning of time, before the beginning of earth, heaven and earth, even before we were even putting out the mother's womb. God, I love you, Jesus. We serve a God that wills, and he said it will be done. Glory to God. And he can't change. He can't change. Just like he can't lie, he will not change. Ah, he'll take you out of here before he changes his will. He will tear down and destroy everything that you have accomplished, everything you have built against his will before he changed his mind, before he changed anything that he's planned and purposed in you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm, 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 mm. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I tell you, this is something to know. This is something to be able to behold. It's one thing, it's one thing to say, I know this, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. But it's another thing to be able to say, I recognize, I understand, I know this thing, and I'm putting it on now. I can wear this thing now. See, if the Lord permits tomorrow to come, I can say that the will of God in my life is unchangeable. Mm. I can become like a neon sign now saying, come on, devil. Shoot your best shot because, see, God's will is unchangeable in me. You can't stop it, and nobody else can. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Glory to God. God's will that's unchangeable in you will cause you to put on the whole armor because you know you can stand now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Glory to God. Glory to God. God, I hear you, Lord God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord mm. God. We've got to let God, we've got to let God abide by his word in us. Glory to God. we got to let the word of God that God has allowed for us to perceive in our hearts and hide that word in our hearts. Live that word. Let that word begin to guide and lead us. We've got to let God, amen, abide in his word that's in us. But see, you don't just have the word of God. You got God if you got his word. Come on now. If you got his word, you got him. You think I'm lying and go back again and say John 1 and 1. It tells you clearly. If you got his words, you got God. And please don't take that lightly. I don't mean in your knowledge. I don't mean in your intellect. Because, see, in order to have the word of God, there's a lifestyle that goes with having the word of God. There's a hot chicken and the old sata. There's a way that, that, that man will carry himself. When I say man, I'm talking about male, female, children, all that. There's a way to be able to conduct yourself. There's a way in mannerism that you carry yourself. There's a way you talk. There's a way you walk. There's a way you trust and believe. 
when you got the word of God in you. Because when you got the word of God in you, you got God in you. Are there any questions or comments? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Amen, Pastor. I am just truly enjoying this message. Amen. 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 Truly. And not to go back over the stuff because we need to stay focused where we are. But, amen, I, I truly am enjoying this. You go ahead on. You go ahead on. Ain't no devil in hell. It can't nobody even go into heaven and make God change his will. Amen. Nobody. So the devil, amen, has to try to make us take down off of what God then said. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. He mm-hmm. tries to make us take down because, see, God ain't going to change his mind. Amen. Mm-hmm. His will is still going to be there. Like you say, if he have to tear things down. Amen. If he has to, you know, bring us to our knees, his will still will be done. Amen. And yes, bring us yes. up again because ain't yes. nobody going to change the mind of God. Amen. No. If to say the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence taken by force. The enemy's trying to use people or whatever the means, circumstances to make us take down on the promise that God has promised us. Amen. Mm-hmm. And like Abraham against hope, he believed in hope. He didn't look at his condition, his age, and the, and, and the oldness of his wife. He believed what God said. Amen. That's right. so no matter he what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, what God says is sure. Amen. 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 Truly, Pastor, I, I'm enjoying this thing tonight. Amen. Amen. Are there any other comments? Any questions? Thank you, Jesus. And even even to your circumstance now, the listeners, the hearers, the doers of this word, your circumstances even now, if God has spoken a word or his written word, and you were able to line that up with the will of God in your life, know this, that God's will is unchangeable. Know that his word is unchangeable because, see, his will is his word. His way is his word. It's unchangeable, and can't nobody change it. Mutable means capable of changing, liable to change, fickle, unstable. That's man's will. Fickle, unstable, liable to change. In man's plans and purpose now, as opposed to God, man can only follow a step-by-step process as the day permits according to his will, because, see, tomorrow ain't promised to man. Amen? God is omnipotent and I'm not present. Man can only hope that nothing will stop him or bind him up or hinder him or interfere with his plans. That's the will of, of man. That's, that's man's plans and purpose. This makes man mutable. This makes him capable of changing. That makes him Fickle, unstable. Man chooses to do his will and not God's will because we all have the power of choice. Man also tries to change the order of God's will through his choices because it feels right. Hear that word now, because it feels right. Not knowing and understanding through God but going by our feelings and his means of his will and not the plan and purpose of God's will. Note this, people of God. 
If you feel anything in your flesh about God's will, you need to go to God right now and ask God to help you. You need to ask the Lord to give you a better understanding other than through your flesh and feelings about his will. Because I don't think there's a piece of this word of God that's going to tell you just line it up with your feelings. <laughs> I don't think the word of God is going to even tell you that. If they do, and I'm not saying I done read the, read the whole book, but I don't believe there's nothing in that Bible that will tell you to line these things up with your feelings and what you got, your means and your substances, and God will honor that. I don't believe nothing is in there like that. Glory to God. Because, see, man has a way that, there's a way that seems right unto man. That's Proverbs 14 and 12. It says, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The will of man is nothing but death without God. So if you feel anything, anything, and you attaching that to God, go back to the go back to your prayer closet. Get back down on your face. Get on your knees. However you communicate with God. Because, see, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You can't even get to God in your flesh. You can't get to God with no feeling. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you do, please let me know how you're doing it, because I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't know. I can't even perceive that. The way that seems right to man is filtered through the feelings and emotions of his flesh. That's the way that seems right to man. And see, and that's one of the biggest problems of mankind with the word of God. That's why tradition is, 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 is heaped up as, as high as it is. That's why we got all these rituals and ceremonies, all this irreligious stuff that we be doing because we're feeling this thing. Mm, glory to God. The way that seems right, again, to mankind is filtered through the feelings and the emotions of the flesh. That's why the flesh needs to be crucified. That's why the scripture teaches us, the Bible teaches us to mortify the flesh so that we don't give in to its lust and its desires. Crucify this flesh daily. So we won't even entertain its thoughts and its lustrous and sensual desires. But no, if that's the only way you operate, and then you're going to try to claim and tell a lie on God and say, well, God said. But we got a lot of people that's operating in their will, and then they'll turn and call you a lie because they don't understand the will and the way of God. Because they're operating in their flesh, totally in their flesh. <laughs> Our circumstances and issues will enhance to perfect the will of God so that all things will work together for the good, as we said. And that good is God's fault, not man. That good, it says, and we know that all things work together for the good. That good is the expected end that God has told you he's going to give you. That good 
is the Father himself. What is his will to do in you? Glory to God. God, I hear you. What is his will in you to do? If we let it. And then if you don't let it, let me put this out there. If you don't let it, remember what I said in the beginning. He will take whatever is negative, whatever is evil, whatever is bad. He'll take all them things and allow them to work together for his good, for his plan and his purpose, and for him to be Lord God over all. Glory to God. Because, see, God's going to be Lord God over all no matter what. No matter what your choice is, God is still going to be Lord over all. Because the scripture tells us to let every every soul be subject to the higher power. And every power that is a power has been ordained by God. So, therefore, you can't get away from God no matter which way you go. In one of the Psalms, David said, if I made my bed in hell, he said, thou art there. So all you Jonas, all you ones out there trying to run from the will of God, wherever you go, God is already there. Ah, glory to God. Whatever plan you got set, God is already there, and he already knows what your sneaky devices are, what your deceptive will is going to do. See, that's the funny thing about man. It tickles me that mankind does not honor and respect God enough to know that God is all-knowing and all-seeing, that God created man out of the dust of the ground. Ah, glory to God. And God is the one that breathes into the nostrils of man. Why in the world do you think that God don't know you? Why in the world would you think that you can do anything and God don't see it? And he don't know ahead of time that that's what you were going to do. But I come to the conclusion of this. Because God don't move on your error right then or your sin right then, you feel like, first of all, it's right. You feel like God is okay in it. And because God has not put you in check, because God has not allowed you to suffer the consequence of your role right then, you feel like you done got away. And there is no God. Because, see, that's what you basically say in your heart in the long run. There really is no God. Because I did this, I did that. I can get away with anything. But in Galatians, it tells us to be not deceived. For God is not mocked that whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. And I'm here to tell you tonight, people of God, the reaping process is not taking place next year. Hallelujah. The minute you sow that bad seed, you're going to reap that thing. Are there any questions or any comments? Glory to God. Glory to God. Are you all are you all getting this word tonight? Are you all understanding what God why God's will is unchangeable? Amen. 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 Because see, this is important to know. So even in your daily life, you need to understand and know that what God has willed for you today 
in the day that you're in, it's unchangeable. I don't care how bad your day may be on the job. I don't care how bad they done got on your nerves. I don't care how aggravating your husband and your wife is. I don't care how bad the children might have been. God's will is unchangeable in you. Glory, glory, glory. Glory Glory to God. We said that our circumstances and issues will enhance the perfect will of God so that all things will work together for the good in you. For you on this earth for the glory of God. Because see, the end result is for the glory of God. The end result is for God to make a name for himself down here on this earth. The end result is for the enemy to have to announce. He has to declare that Jesus is Lord. God is who he said he is. Hallelujah. That's the end result of it all. Isaiah 64 and 6 says, But we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. And we all do fade and release, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. Again, we don't have no good. The only good is the Father. That's what Jesus even said. There's none good but the Father. So while we thinking we're doing good in our will, you don't have no good. I don't have no good unless it, that good has been prompted by the Father himself, unless the Lord himself has put that in you to do good. And you better believe that he has. He's already said, and this is good. God's will is backed up by his word, people. His thoughts is his word. Man's will is backed up by the will of man and his flesh only. As he continued to go on and try to do what he sent it out to do. God's word said, he said that his word would not go out of his mouth. This is God now. And return to him void. He said, but it will accomplish that which pleases him as he sends it out. But now man's will is backed up by the will of man in that flesh, in a field and in that flesh. And man will do all he can to try, T-R-Y, to do what he sent out that he said he was going to do. Try is a word based upon the will of man to attempt to do or accomplish that endeavor that he spoke. This is why the words we use will determine the power and authority that we operate in and that we have. God's word does not try in a sense of making an attempt to do or accomplish. The word of God is backed up by the removal of heaven and earth passing away if God's word don't, if it don't do what God told it to do. It's backed up by, by heaven and earth passing away. That's God's ransom. That's why I say, can't no devil in hell make God's word out of a liar. 
Because, see, God already got a, a ransom at stake. He's saying, if my word fails, heaven and earth already know what to do. I got to pack up and leave my own self because I'm not the God that I proclaim I am. God, I hear you, Jesus. Can you picture God himself going somewhere? When he said in the very beginning, he said before there was anything else, that before there was anything, he was there. Glory to God. I'm talking about heaven and earth. When the world, when there was nothing but water, it wasn't even considered as heaven and earth, but just water. Can you picture God himself? Just automatically disappearing. I can't. So God don't try. God don't attempt to do anything. He don't attempt to accomplish his will. His will is accomplished. St. Matthew 5 and 18 says, For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be filled. In other words, God's will will be done. The law of God, the word of God will be filled. And before one jot or tittle that fail, heaven and earth will have to get up and go. Like I said, see if you can picture that one. See if you can picture God's words versus man's words failing him, and nothing is affected. Mm-mm-mm-mm. God backs his promise on his word to the point that he calls all mankind a liar, Romans 3 and 4. As my apostle would always say, God is the only somebody that can call all creation a lie. He can call every man a liar and tell you to let his word be true, for his word is true. He's only somebody can say that and stand on it. Isaiah 55 and 11 says, So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. God's word is guaranteed to do what God spoke it to do. Why in the world are we being buffeted by the enemy? Why are we being buffeted by our flesh? Why are we being buffeted by the will of others? When God done already said, if I spoke it, I'm going to bring this thing to pass. And he done already told you that his word goes out to accomplish what pleases him. See, that's why when we pray, we pray in the will of God. We talked about prayer last week. We got to pray in the will of God. See, when you go up there praying them little prayers that are missed, amen, those things ain't even leaving, they ain't even hitting there. Let me put it like that. Praying the will of God is what God wants to hear. Praying the will of God is what God responds to. Some people won't even pray because they scared God. Go, God go suck them up and bring them up there in his presence. Some people won't even go before God and pray. But yet they'll rely on the will of somebody else and by saying God said. With no proof, nothing but a feeling of the will of man. Nothing but a presumptuous 
thought coming from somebody else saying God said it. But yet, we don't even try to confirm this thing. God can't lie. God's will cannot be changed by the ways of man because of man's choices in his will. So whatever mankind chooses, that still don't change the will of God. If mankind thinks that his choices will change God's will, here's what God challenges all mankind to do in his scripture. Go to Jeremiah 33 and 20 through 22. He'll challenge you. And he tells you that you can break the covenant of the night and that there should be no day nor night in its season. Then you can change my mind. He said if you can, you can make break the covenant that he has with David, his servant, that, his, that David would not have a son that would reign upon the throne, and with the Levites, the priests, and his ministers, then you can change God's mind. And then the scripture goes on to say other things, too, to give you another opportunity to try and change his mind. Read the book. Study the word of God. Because, see, God already knew the evilness, the wickedness of the thoughts and imagination of mankind back in Genesis. He said so in Genesis 6 and 5. So, therefore, God has a word already for right now that will counteract what man is thinking in his will, what man is devising in his will. What man is attempting to do in his will, God's got a word for it. And God's got a word that is going to accomplish the will of God in it. When God made man, he repented for making man on this earth, and it grieved him to have to think that because he saw all of this going on in the heart of man, he made man and put man down here on this earth. But that wickedness that he saw, and he said that thing would be continuously. So in other words, that's future. That's every generation coming. That wickedness, that evil wickedness in our imagination is going to be in every generation. But it won't change the will of God. Mm, 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 mm. Are there any questions or any comments? We're getting ready to close here. I enjoyed this, Pastor, and I was thinking about whenever we were talking about, this was a while ago, about, I'm not sure if it was a conversation between us or just a Bible study um, back in Fredericksburg, but we were talking about how God already pre-planned our life before we even got here. So I just mm-hmm. kind of remember when we had that conversation and it kind of correlated with this Bible study here, and I thought that was amazing. Amen. Amen. So Thank you, Lord. Everything uh-huh. has already happened. I said everything that has happened and happening to us it has already happened. It was already predestined. Amen. Amen. And that's a good way to understand it, too, because what is, is. What was, will be. Amen. So there's nothing, there's nothing, as Solomon would say, there's nothing new under the sun, but what God has willed will be for our lives. And it, it behooves us to to talk to God, get into his will, get in his word, 
and understanding what is it that he wills for us to do today so that we will know that we're on cue, that we're online with the word of God. And that whatever we do, we know that we'll have God's backing because we're in his will. And that no devil in hell can stop that, even though he's going to try because that's his job. That's the devil's job. The devil's job is to stop you from doing the will of God. That's his job. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Are there any more comments? Amen. If only the people of God, servants of God, will commit themselves to the Lord God and not to each other. If only the people of God, the servants of God, will stop trying to relate and know one another in the flesh and get in the spirit to know one another in the spirit and by the spirit, then we will all know how to do spiritual warfare against the enemy and not against one another. I'll say that again. We so busy try as believers fighting one another that the devil is having a heyday. The devil is he's just like in an amusement park. Because one word he done put out there to a lukewarm believer or one that's straddling the fence or one that is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ but yet ain't standing on none of it to come against each other. But if we can stand on the word, commit ourselves to the Lord, and not each other. Because one thing about it, I know as man, as God created us, I do understand the fact that we have this social need for one another. But when it comes down to God himself, glory to God, he feels every void. He feels every need. Glory to God. And he will link us up with one another because iron sharpens iron. He will bring us together into the presence of one another as we need that social contact. Come on, somebody. That way we don't exclude God out of our lives or we don't put nobody else in front of God in our lives. Because, see, the people of God, the believers, they need to understand that nobody should be in front of God in you, in your life. Because, see, the enemy is using that. The enemy is using people to come against you, a child of God. We shall be able to try to cast out Jesus and one another instead of having spiritual discernment. Necessary to cast out the demons in self first. Now, of course, you got to get them demons up out of you first. Amen. Which means you got to mortify and crucify your flesh before you can even get any kind of discernment to, to pick up anything on anybody else. But see, right now, and, and, and based upon that thought alone, we're so busy trying to cast the devil out of one another. And when we actually actually don't know the spirit of the Lord God when we see it because we don't have spiritual discernment. 
But yet, because we're not there in that position, or we're not there in the spirit realm that we can understand the will of God, then we we call it the devil. And we need to be able. And once we can take get those demons out of self first, then we can take on the powers and principalities, the rulers of the darkness of this world. Come against spiritual wickedness in high places. Stop looking at one another, trying to get to know one another in the flesh, and then think we're walking together in spirit and in truth and fellowship. The devil is a lie. That's what the enemy is counting on again, for you to filter the word of God through one another's flesh and then get a feeling, a good feeling, and say, that's God. St. Matthew 12 and 24 through 28 says, But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow do not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan... He is divided against himself. How shall then kingdom, the kingdom stand? And if I, by Beelzebub, cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. I tell you, Jesus was tough with that wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus can shut up every mouth. Just from being, when he came around, he could just shut up every mouth. I'm telling you, that's all right. I like that. Verse 28 says, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. The kingdom of God is at hand when the Spirit of the Lord begins to cast out devils amongst you. But see, because we lack, we lack the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We lack spiritual discernment, which is one of the nine gifts. So therefore, when I when when I know that that's one of the gifts, that means that means everybody ain't got that, or they ain't got it yet. Let me put it like that. Because these people going by again a feeling, they going by what they used to seeing, and what they done heard, and nobody is going by the spirit of the Lord and the word of God. The will of God will not come against the will of God, people. God is not the author of confusion. The devil is. First Corinthians 14 and 33 says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. Again, we as believers need to stop trying to know each other in the flesh. Scripture teaches us to know them whom you labor among, and it ain't talking about in the flesh. It's talking about in the spirit, so you'll know your brothers and your sisters in the spirit realm. If you are unsure of the prophecies that you've received from prophets, pastors, apostles, sisters, brothers, friends, etc., go to God and ask him to confirm his word that was spoken to you. Don't just assume that the person speaking to you is hearing from God on your behalf. Challenge God. You challenge God with his word. 
that was given to you. He can take it. He can take it, and he'll tell you whether he says it or not. Deuteronomy 18 and 19 through 22 says this, And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. I'm going to hold you accountable, God says. You're going to answer to me when you go to telling people that I said this, and you're not even listening to what I'm saying. You're not even hearkening to my voice nor my word. But yet you're going to tell somebody I said this. Verse 20 says, but the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. You setting yourself up for death, hell bound probably, but you setting yourself up for death when you go to prophesying a lie, saying God said it, and it's not in the will of God. And that, and then the bad part about it is when you don't consult God and ask God to confirm that word, then you fall prey of that stupidity and start moving on it, and then come out God said it. Verse 21 says, and if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the words which the Lord has spoken, has not spoken? Verse 22 says, when a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follows not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously, so you should not be afraid. Thou shalt not be afraid. In other words, if the Lord, if the prophet is saying that the Lord said, and that thing don't come to pass, but yet you find yourself putting out money to go make something come to pass that somebody done said, God said, that prophet is a liar. Because any time you can go and run before God gives you instructions on how to get and where to get it from, where to deal, where not to deal, how to start, when to start, then somebody is lying. Because, see, when God gives a vision, he also provides the provisions with that vision. Because, see, it's according to his will, not your will. Presumptions means arrogant, overbold, and justified or based upon presumption. See, nowadays when people prophesy, and they prophesy a lie, when they lie to you, they got an hidden motive in that thing. When they lie to you, they got a personal gain in it. And if you ain't picked up on that by now, you definitely need to contact the Lord because you have just fallen out of the will of God. Following a presumptuous prophet or presumptuous word that was spoken to you, and it felt good to your flesh. It tingled in your ears and felt good in your flesh. And without confirming that thing to God, you have also put yourself in a bad situation with the living God. Because when you become rebellious and stubborn toward the will of God, but yet you think you're in the will of God because you've got a word that God has not spoken. You've got a real problem now. So we've got to make sure that we know that we know 
that we are in the will of God. Because, see, God's will is unchangeable. A lot of people don't want to hear this message tonight because, like I said, people love to operate in error. They'd rather be in the spirit of error than in the spirit of truth. And, Lord, have mercy. I feel sorry for your soul. And only God, when you begin to operate like that, only God himself can bring you out of that spirit of error. Because, see, a lot of times when people are in a spirit of error, they hesitate to repent. They don't want to repent. They, 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 they'd rather lie than to repent. But yet that thing is still required of you to repent. So I tell you tonight, my sisters, my brothers, my friends, my foes, God's will is unchangeable. I'm one today that's standing on the word of God to say that God's will in me is unchangeable. I'm one today to stand and say that God's will will be so, and God is who we say he is. Because, see, I'm stupid enough to believe that God is who we say he is. I'm stupid enough to believe that through the dangerous toils, the many dangerous toils that, that God has already brought me through, and he still says that his will is unchangeable. I got a testimony, but it's too late for it. Can't tell it tonight. But my testimony is, summed up is, God is who he say he is. And his will in me is unchangeable. Are there any questions or any comments? Well, we pray that something has been said that will encourage you in your walk in the Lord today. And if the Lord permits a new day, we pray that that word of God will meet you in that new day. God, I hear you. And we ask in the name of Jesus that the Lord will continue to strengthen you in his word, in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and revelation knowledge, in spirit and in truth. And we've got to understand that God's will is unchangeable. God is a spiritual God, everybody. He's not, he's not like man. He's not subject to change, and he's not fearful, and he's not unstable. And he ain't scared to make a decision. That's why I love him. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I love God. He ain't scared to make a decision. So we say tonight to you, make sure that you're in the will of God. Make sure you're, the will that you're operating in is God. And that God himself will back up the fact that you're operating in him. Because he'll do that. He'll do it. All you got to do is ask him. All you got to do is ask him to show you his will in you and ask him, am I in your will? Am I operating according to your will this day? And if you're not, repent and ask God to have mercy upon you and show you the way, show you his way. Because see, it's his way that matters, not our way. It's his will that matters, not our life. So we say to God be the glory tonight. We give God all the praise, the glory, and the honor for his will being unchangeable. And when you start, and if you, if you, what I said tonight at any point in time, and it don't apply to you as you would think, 
Just keep on walking in this and in, in talking in this gospel. This gospel is going to try you to the point that you will have to say God's will is unchangeable. This gospel will try you to the point that you come to the point of where God will have you to be perfected in him. But I guarantee you, you will have to acknowledge the fact that God's will is unchangeable. So we do give God praise, glory, and honor. If there's no more questions or comments, amen. We're just going to tell you tonight then, let the Lord's will be unchangeable in you. That's our prayer right there. Let the Lord's will be unchangeable in you. Don't play, don't play games back and forth with God. Don't, don't, don't waste your time with your feelings and your thoughts. Get in the word of God and find out what God's thoughts is toward you. Get in the word of God to know God and his way. Get in the word of God to communicate with God. Ah, glory to God. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Let God reveal what's in his heart toward you. Let him begin to tell you his expected end for you. Glory to God. Don't just assume you know it. Don't just assume you got it. Go to him and ask him. So many people fail to go before God, to go to God and just ask him. He's just waiting on you to ask him. We love you all, and again, we thank and praise God for the word of God. Good night. Amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.